Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buckle up for days of major traffic around PNC this weekend. Now at 7, we'll show you how to best get around the expected construction and event backups. Then, a woman attacked by a bird while on a run. And at first, I thought I was being attacked by a person. What two things an expert says may have made her a target. I'm tracking two big changes coming up for our Mother's Day weekend. The timing for humidity creeping up and a chance for showers and storms. Right now at 7, people are trying to get to PNC Arena for tonight's Lizzo concert, expected to draw capacity crowds. And this is just the first of several major events there in the next few days, including tomorrow's Canes game. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan. It's going to be busy. I'm Dan Haggerty, taking a live look at some of this event traffic, a little closer look right now. It's even worse than what you would typically see when you have somebody like Lizzo in town because of some construction that's going on in that area. Our Mark Boyle is monitoring it all from the WRL Live Center. So, Mark, how's it? How's the traffic look in general. We're about an hour from the concert at this point. Full transparency, Dan, it actually isn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. So if those folks are going out to Lizzo this evening in about 59 minutes from now, you shouldn't have that big of a problem getting there. According to some of the live pictures coming in, uh, Eric Miller out there giving us these shots. Obviously, we've got some people starting to show up here this evening. I'm sure we'll get a little bit busier as we get closer to concert time. But you talk about the traffic concerns out there around PNC Arena. Shelly Jackson was out there and filed this report and talks about how it's not just concerns for tonight. It will be like this for the next couple of nights. To get here, you first have to make it through this. There's uh, several road construction uh, projects going on in that area in the vicinity of the Beltline and Hillsborough Street, uh, Blue Ridge Road, and Manway Avenue. Tonight, Lizzo takes the stage. Thursday, the Carolina Hurricanes play the New Jersey Devils in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Friday, Stevie Nicks performing solo. Exciting time around the uh, PNC Arena. We, we'll have over 50,000 people uh, between Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday that'll come through our door. So it's going to be a busy three days, but we're looking forward to it. PNC Arena issuing a traffic alert Wednesday. Carpool, um, you know, as much as you can do to avoid some of the traffic in the area. But uh, the biggest thing is if you leave early and get here early, you will avoid most of it. Shelley Jackson, WRAL News, Raleigh. All right, so you have the Canes game tomorrow, she talked about, and Stevie Nicks on Friday. A lot on deck here for PNC Arena. We'll certainly keep you updated as the conditions change here in the Live Center. A lot of fun there this evening. Ooh, for $35 in parking, too, it's better to hey, carpool. For $35, for $35, you better get one of those front spaces, right? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, thank you, Mark. <laughs> All right, now, police are looking for someone they say robbed a bank in Raleigh today. It happened just before 3.30 at the State Employees Credit Union on T.W. Alexander Drive in Creek. Sky 5 flew over the scene. Police say the robbery suspect handed the teller a note demanding money and left with the cash. They did not release a description of the robber. 
New information tonight about a drive-by shooting in Harney County. The sheriff's office identified the victim as 30-year-old Xavier Jackson. Investigators say he was shot at 9.30 Monday morning while driving a truck, waiting to turn on Highway 217 from Bund Level Irwin Road. They say someone in another vehicle fired the shots and took off. Jackson had multiple gunshot wounds and was later airlifted to a trauma center. Anyone with information is asked to call the Harney County Sheriff's Office. Tonight, a woman is charged with her fiance's murder. Police say Antoine Chisholm was found dead on the lawn of his home Monday. Patty Bell, Chisholm's fiance, and Howard Covington Jr. were arrested and charged in his death. Police are not releasing a motive in the killing. Chisholm's mother spoke with WRL today and says he leaves behind six children. I've been crying since Monday. I haven't gotten any sleep. Right now, I think I'm just exhausted. I feel numb at this point. Bell made a court appearance briefly this afternoon. She faces life in prison without the possibility of parole or even the death penalty. Eight miles of new bike lanes are coming to Durham. It's a multi-million dollar project city leaders hope will save lives if you're on foot or a bike. WRL's Monica Casey shows us how soon this could take shape. Fayetteville Street is one spot in Durham that will have new bike lanes. The construction will include space for cyclists to cross this bridge over the Durham Freeway. The city of Durham is adding eight miles of new bike lanes with buffers. Those lanes will require narrowing some streets and losing road lanes, slowing cars down. When we have a network of that, then people can get from home to the park, to the grocery store, to schools. That's the vision that we're striving for. Bike Durham Executive Director John Talmadge tells me more cyclist infrastructure has been years in the making. Durham is also creating seven miles of neighborhood bike routes downtown called bike boulevards. These facilities make more streets feel comfortable and people can be confident when they're riding. Last summer, a Durham father was killed in a hit and run in front of his family while cycling. Council member Leonardo Williams says that death and others are unacceptable. There's no way in the world that it's okay that we're losing lives simply trying to cross the street in Durham. Uh, so this is something that we can control at the local level. A local decision that some say needs consistency in one area, funding. We are pushing the city and NCDOT to work together to find faster ways to get to the results that we all want. Bike Durham will also be offering educational classes over the next couple of months. Monica Casey, WREL News in Durham. These projects are funded through federal grants with local matches from the city of Durham. The driver who crashed into a school bus in Cumberland County with six students on board has been charged now with running a red light. Sky 5 over that scene near Clinton Road this morning. The bus was on its way to Armstrong Elementary. Highway Patrol said the pickup truck ran through that light as the bus was making a U-turn when they collided. Everyone did get out okay, including the drivers. A Raleigh woman was going for a run when she was attacked by a large bird. It happened near the Raleigh Rose Garden, and now that runner has a message for other people to be aware. WRL's Destiny Patterson is getting some answers as to why the woman may have been targeted. There are already so many things that runners need to be aware of. And now a woman has added one more thing to that list. Birds. It was just any other morning for Beth Gartland. Until suddenly, it wasn't. 
I felt this really heavy impact on the back of my head. It happened right along her five mile run. And at first I thought I was being attacked by a person. Instead, she fought off a bird. In my head, I thought I had to get out of there really fast. She's not sure what kind of bird it was, but it left her with a few open scratches on her scalp. She says she was wearing a bun. If she had a ponytail, it could have represented like a, a squirrel tail and, and driven more of that predatory instinct. Robert Weaver is the owner of Freedom Wildlife Solutions. It's a professional wildlife removal service that specializes in birds. He says spring and early summer is the time of year where birds are more protective of their nests. We are in the prime nesting season for almost all bird species at this point. Those larger birds, especially geese, they will attack at this point. While Gartland says she won't give up running, she has switched up her route. I try to make sure that I know my route well enough to know I will never run on Pogue again <laughs> in the morning. Uh, Weaver says that bird attacks are rare, but he did note that his business has had more calls for removal in more urban and developed areas. That, in combination with the nesting season, is why he says that people should be aware of their surroundings and their pets. Destiny Patterson, WRL News, Raleigh. Mm, I never heard of that before. I have I have bumped into a few cranky geese mm, out there yeah, on a walk yeah. or two. <laughs> yeah. Man, all right. Well, if you visited downtown Cary recently, you've probably noticed all the construction in that area. The latest development, the Town Hall Campus. You're going to hear how developers want to bring the vibrancy and life to Cary to this new campus area. Plus, bringing a new meaning to the term processed food. It's lab-grown meat. Coming up, the new company coming to North Carolina that can grow meat from burgers to chicken breasts without the need for animals. Kat? It's been a beautiful day outside. You've got a little longer to enjoy this nice weather, but I'll show you when the humidity starts to climb again coming up. A group of experts now recommends women be screened for breast cancer at age 40 instead of waiting until they're 50. Duke Dr. Jeremy Force is a medical oncologist who treats breast cancer patients and joins us now live. Dr. Force, I find it interesting this panel didn't lower the recommendations for mammograms by two or five years, but jumped right to 10 years earlier. What are your thoughts about earlier screenings? It's a great question, and I'm I'm a big advocate for earlier screening uh, to catch breast cancer earlier is only beneficial uh, to all women and men who may be diagnosed, and uh, it is only really a positive thing that I see moving forward in terms of catching this disease earlier before it becomes a major problem and cure more breast cancer. That's that's what uh, is really beneficial here. You know, many people may recognize you as Pam Cole's doctor. Pam used to work for Komen, and she's living with metastatic breast cancer now. We've done stories with you and her. She's an example of a woman following all the rules at the time, and she's still fighting for her life. So will catching the cancer earlier lead to better outcomes for patients? A lot more research needs to be done on that specific to topic, especially around uh, healthcare disparities women with dense breast tissue, which is a, a major issue that's a, affected my family as well, uh, that might require additional screening with MRIs or uh, additional you know, ultrasounds. Um, 
the uh, the goal and the hope is that it will lead to more cures. And I think most likely the data will eventually show that. Um, it is a big jump, but I think it's a jump in the right direction. The task force making the new recommendations thinks having these screenings starting at 40 will save 20 percent more lives. Several years ago, I interviewed a group of moms all diagnosed younger than 40. Should that number even be lower for mammograms? I think in select populations, it may need uh, to, to occur. That being said, I would love to have data drive that decision. Um, there is going to be newer modalities that will be coming out from uh, screening perspectives. Uh, Duke is one of the leading edge, uh, uh, cutting edge uh, institutions that's leading national efforts around that. Um, and I think we'll we'll probably have uh, newer recommendations over time. Uh, a lot more research needs to be done that adds to the plethora uh, of research already performed that will help us to guide those decisions about who and when should get the appropriate screening. Well, it would be nice to put you out of a job so that you wouldn't have to treat cancer patients anymore. But in the meantime, we so appreciate what you do. Dr. Jeremy Force of Duke Hospital, thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow, the nationwide COVID-19 public health emergency will officially come to an end. The WHO, you may have remembered, ended the global emergency status last week. The last three years have been full of a lot of things, lockdowns, long lines for testings, vaccine breakthroughs and skeptics out there. Duke Health took a look back at what the pandemic looked like from the front lines. Hospital workers wearing all kinds of protective equipment, treating patient after patient after patient. Some survived, most survived, others, as we know, did not. After all that, the virus is still with us. And for now on, uh, from this point moving forward, health officials will treat it like any other respiratory disease. What if you could have real meat or dairy without any animals being involved? There's some new technology and it's enabling just that. And companies say, the companies selling these products, uh, that they're saying it's better for the planet. Cultivated meat is what they call it. These companies use cells from animals to grow meat in a lab and isolate only the parts that people want to eat, like the muscle and the fat. It's a way to make meat products without using the land, water, and resources needed to raise and kill animals. Believer Meats is an Israeli, an Israeli cultured meat company that's setting up shop in Wilson, creating the first large-scale cultivated meat facility in the world. Once completed, it'll have the capacity to produce 22 million pounds of meat without killing a single animal ecological impact of cultured meat, we're talking about 95% less space, 80% less water, and 98% less carbon emissions. Yeah, I'm sure you have as many questions about all this as, uh, as I do, or any of us do. The Wilson facility, we can say, is expected to open next year and create more than 100 new jobs. It is fascinating. Well, take a look at all this damage left behind in Warren County. This is the epicenter of yesterday's WREL weather alert day. People there are cleaning up after severe weather hit their community hard. Tonight, we learned that was caused by straight line winds up to 74 miles per hour. This is video from Macon. Storms knocked out power to thousands of people across the county. Hundreds of people are still in the dark. Schools operated on a two-hour delay today to give students and teachers extra time. Some of the damage left behind in Craven County, not far from Newburn, also shows a lot of damage. 
Last night, strong storms ripped off roofs, splintered and uprooted trees. A barn was blown apart and winds crumpled sheet metal. Debris was strewn across yards, roads and even power lines. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now in the WRL Severe Weather Center. Boy, what a difference 24 hours makes because it's beautiful out there today. It is. It's gorgeous. And Warrington, one of the areas that saw some of those strong storms in Warren County. Luckily, it's been a gorgeous day for the cleanup that they've had to go through today. And hopefully the kids back on schedule now after that nice two hour delay. Tomorrow looks like it's going to be a great day. No issues there. Our muggy meter today is what made it feel so nice outside today. The dew point 44 degrees and this is an important number that we use a lot during the summer months to tell us how comfortable or uncomfortable the air feels. It's really a better measure than humidity is. The lower the number is, the less moisture there is in the air. We're in the refreshing category with this nice dry air, but we're going to see that number going up a little bit in the coming days. Still not bad tomorrow and Friday, but once we get to the weekend, it's going to be feeling a lot more like summer. It's not going to be like a July day where that number hits 70 degrees sometimes, but it's definitely going to be feeling more like summer outside. Humidity going up right now. We have a nice northeast wind and that's a cooler flow for us. High pressure situated to our north, but as we get into the weekend, we see our south wind returning and that's going to drive in warmer and more humid air for the weekend. We're also watching a front to our north that may not ever really pass through the area, but it hangs out close enough by to spark some isolated showers and storms that could move in this weekend. It would mainly be later in the day. I think Saturday night would have the best chance of thunderstorms the way it looks now, but check in for updates as we get in high resolution model data in the days to come. Tomorrow, boy, it's going to be beautiful in the morning. If you want to get outside, maybe get a bike ride in or a walk. 7 a.m. 53 degrees by 10 a.m. up to 68 already. We are likely to be in the mid 70s for lunchtime and then low 80s tomorrow afternoon near 80 once we get to dinner time tomorrow evening. So all day should be really nice and exceptional for anybody who is headed out to tailgate at the Canes game tomorrow. Definitely hoping for a big Canes win. Six o'clock still near 80 degrees and closer to when you leave the game. Temperatures should be dipping back into the upper 60s, but all around great weather for that tomorrow. Town by town 82 in the Triangle, 81 in Roxborough, 81 in Rocky Mount, 84 degrees in Fayetteville. We are expecting to see plenty of sunshine again tomorrow. Partly cloudy skies return on Friday. Both days tomorrow and Friday, we've got some dry weather to look forward to. Once we get to the weekend, we're back in the mid to upper 80s and with more humid air, it's really going to be feeling hot. Remember, it's a 30% chance of storms, though. It does not look like a washout either day this weekend. So don't let the thunderstorm icons, you know, alter your plans just yet. We'll watch to see as that high-resolution model data becomes available. But I think that there will be more dry hours than wet hours for the weekend. Early next week, the summertime pattern continues, although not as hot. High temperatures near 80 degrees. Some hit-or-miss storms possible during the first half of the week next week. And a week from today, we could at least be back in the 70s. But up until then... 80s for highs across the board. It'll feel like May, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kat. Kerry is working to revitalize its historic downtown, and only here on WRL, we're giving you a first look at what the newly developed Town Hall campus may look like.
you're looking to take a summer vacation this yeah. year, now is the time to plan. All right. AAA <laughs> is forecasting a huge surge in summer travel in a newly released report just today. The report showing that more than half of North Carolinians surveyed plan to take some type of summer vacation, but only a fraction have already have already finalized those plans. So you're telling me there's available hotels out there. Good. Uh, it, it finds that destinations are the most popular summer getaway spots. Most people surveyed plan to take a road trip, which sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Cary is looking to redevelop its town hall campus as part of a bigger plan to revitalize the entire historic downtown. Well, the campus occupies 18 acres on North Academy Street between the train tracks and Chapel Hill Road. Only on WREL, we are giving you the first look at what a new development could look like on that site. These concepts show apartment office, uh, apartments and office buildings above street-level shops and restaurants. And right now, the town is gauging interest from developers. And so we have uh, 18 acres here with Town Hall. Um, and how could that be better utilized and imagined to really bring that vibrancy and life that we're starting to see in our downtown? Well, developers will have about 45 days to let the town know if they're interested in the project. Carrie wants any potential redevelopment to incorporate a new town hall and a transit center for buses and trains. That would change the whole feel it of that would. area. Well, talk about feeling good. How about this? Also in Carrie, the splash pad at Jack Smith Park opened today for the summer season. That's the spray ground, as they call it. It has seven water features, including jets and buckets, open to children <laughs> ages 12 and younger. It will be open until middle of September. There are a few days set aside for maintenance, so uh, keep that in mind. But you can check the daily Eight. status on the town's website. You have to be 12? 12 or younger. You think... Uh, Bummer. I'm sure you could sneak in <laughs> okay. for a little, you know, and the kids aren't, I mean, it's not packed. I'll, I'll borrow a child. Yeah. <laughs> the Carolina, my kids will go with you. Okay, I'll bring all them right, in. I'll okay. take them. <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes had an impressive 6-1 to win on the road against the Devils last night. This was a good one. It was pretty awesome. The Canes are back in Raleigh for Game 5 tomorrow night at PNC Arena. The team is now 3-2 and two on the road in the postseason, but the Canes are even better when they play right here in Raleigh. Throughout the playoffs this year, the Canes have been the best home team in in the NHL with a 4-1 record. So with a chance to close out the series tomorrow over the Devils to head to the Eastern Conference Finals, the Canes are relishing the opportunity to do that at PNC. You walk into that building and you hear that crowd buzzing and I, everybody in our room gets energized by it and it gives you a little extra boost. So um, shout out to all the Canes fans out there. Well, our momentum is huge when we're at home and uh, I think just playing at home is just it's, it's good and you know it should be around in playoffs everybody should be winning at home but uh you know it hasn't been going like that but for us you know i know we all dialed we're at home Caniacs are the best again mm. the next game is tomorrow night at seven at pnc arena let's close it out and move on hey i'm going to tell the kids will and miles yes, miss deborah right. wants to take him to the splash pad <laughs> let's go tomorrow they're going to hold you to it <laughs> thanks for joining us tonight here on wrl our next news cast at 10 on fox 50 and at 11 on wrl Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.